Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The Morning Buzzcast is sponsored by Edgecast. Millions worldwide count on Yahoo to connect them to their passions. What you may not know is that Yahoo means business too. Yahoo connects businesses to more growth. Edgecast, the media platform, delivers valuable media experiences to viewers worldwide through a secure platform that shares content with speed, billions of times per day across all devices. Discover why the world's largest companies rely on Edgecast at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Well, we will say it again. The biggest surprise in sports viewership is Formula One. Formula One races are now averaging almost a million viewers across ESPN networks. So far this season, they are up 30% from the same point of the 2019 season. That's right, up 30%. Formula One, one of the surprise stories so far this year in sports viewership. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, September 16th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. Another day, another major deal involving cryptocurrency. MLS's Inter-Miami has secured its first jersey kit sponsorship in team history, signing a multi-year deal with crypto finance company XBTO. Sources pegged the agreement's average annual value roughly in the 4 to $5 million range, so a good number for a jersey kit deal. The deal marks the first crypto finance sponsorship deal in Major League Soccer, 26 of 27 active MLS clubs currently have a kit deal, the Colorado Rapids being the only team without a jersey sponsor at this time. So the Inter-Miami deal comes after MLS's Board of Governors approved the new sponsorship category related to blockchain and cryptocurrency in late August, and Inter-Miami becomes the first team to sign a deal in that space, and it continues a run of recent sponsorship deals around cryptocurrency in that category, and these crypto companies are being very active spenders in the sports space. Let's move on. We touched a bit on it yesterday, but NASCAR released its 2022 schedule. It didn't make as many dramatic changes as NASCAR did in the 21 schedule, but there were some interesting moves. We talked about the clash moving from Daytona going to the LA Memorial Coliseum in February, and other main changes to the 22 schedule are that NASCAR has added a race in the St. Louis market at the Worldwide Technology Raceway. This is a way to get NASCAR a race in the Midwest part of the country. NASCAR used to race outside of Chicago, but no longer does. The move to St. Louis means one fewer race at Pocono Raceway. NASCAR is also moving most of its races to Sunday afternoon. 
I've heard that from sources. They believe their best viewership, their best consistent tune-in is on Sunday afternoon. That's what their fans want. That's what they're giving him. They only have three races on Saturday evenings in 2022. Among the biggest changes to the schedule, among the biggest moves in the schedule, is a race on the evening of Easter Sunday. NASCAR has generally kept that an open week because of the holiday, but NASCAR will run its Bristol Dirt Race in prime time on the evening of Easter Sunday. So I found that to be an interesting move by NASCAR for 2022. You can check out the full NASCAR schedule on NASCAR's website, but NASCAR releasing its 2022 schedule. Last night in Charlotte, I was at a dinner with industry executives and we talked a lot about innovation. You could talk about NASCAR innovating and moving its schedule, changing its schedule. While the NBA continues to try to innovate, it is continuing talks inside the league about having an in-season tournament in the future with a million dollars per player in prize money. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has long discussed this idea. He got this idea, of course, from European soccer. He believes it would really increase attention during the league's regular season when things get a little mundane. This meshes with Adam Silver's idea of the play-in tournament, which has been largely very well received and will continue this upcoming season. But the idea of an in-season tournament now sits with the NBA's competition committee no signs on whether when or if it will formally be introduced but the nba continuing to look at ways to innovate around its schedule let's shift to the nfl we talked about the nfl viewership numbers being up in week one well let's take a deeper look inside the numbers thanks to our austin carp first you had 15 markets seeing an increase in ratings. You saw big increases around the New York market with the Jets and in Los Angeles around the Rams and the Chargers. But Las Vegas led all NFL markets with a 60% gain from week one last year in terms of viewership. Of course, the Raiders were on Monday Night Football. We saw fans for the first time at Allegiant Stadium. So they saw a big increase in interest of the Raiders viewership in Las Vegas. The Browns also delivered. They saw nearly a 40% spike in local ratings in the Cleveland-Akron market. That was the third best increase in week one. Ratings for the Jets and the New York DMA were up 33%. They had an early window game against the Panthers. So big markets again, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Cleveland, and New York. Another 14 teams saw local declines in week one. Surprisingly, the 49ers, which scored a lot of points in beating the Lions, saw the biggest drop with its local rating down 27% in the San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose market. The Texans, and we know that the buzz around the Texans leading into week one was not positive, even though they won the game. The Texans saw a 23% drop in their local rating in Houston. Now, which team had the biggest overall local rating, meaning homes watching? Well, Buffalo led all NFL markets in week one with the highest local rating. That was for Steelers, Bills. We know all the enthusiasm and interest in the Bills. That shows well in the Buffalo market. The Chiefs were number two and rounding out the top five in week one were Milwaukee around the Packers, we mentioned Cleveland, Akron around the Browns, and Pittsburgh, of course, around the Steelers. So that's a little inside the numbers around week one viewership in the NFL. So from the NFL, let's go back to the NBA because the Milwaukee Bucks continue their run of making news. 
fresh off an NBA championship, the Bucks have hired Lisa Binington as the first full-time female play-by-play announcer for a major men's professional sports team. Byington will call games on Valley Sports Wisconsin alongside analyst Marquise Johnson. She continues to make history. Byington was the first female play-by-play voice to cover the NCAA men's basketball tournament for CBS and Turner Sports in March. In 2017, she was the first female play-by-play voice for a college football game on the Big Ten Network. In 2018, she was the first woman to call an MLS match. Now Lisa Byington becomes the first full-time female play-by-play voice for a men's professional team. So congratulations to Lisa. And finally, a couple of things here around people. Time Magazine released its annual list of the 100 most influential people of 2021. A number of athletes made the list. And if you read the list, fellow sports figures contribute the write-ups on each athlete's contribution to sports, to culture, to society. Among the sports athletes who made the list, Naomi Osaka, Shohei Otani, Suni Lee, Tom Brady, and Allison Felix, and of course, Simone Biles, and you saw the influence that Simone Biles had in Washington yesterday. So those were the athletes named to the 100 most influential people of 2021 by Time Magazine. Check out our latest SBJ iFactor, which features my conversation with Warriors President and COO Brandon Schneider. He talks about leadership lessons, how he manages executives that he has learned from, and the advantages of staying with the company for a long time. And he has been with the Warriors for almost two decades. And of course, he took over after Rick Welch retired earlier this year. The full episode can be viewed on sportsbusinessjournal.com. And finally, we hope to see you in Las Vegas, September 28th through 30th for our sports facilities franchises, and ticketing symposium. It'll be a great two days. We'll take tours of the venues in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, one of the hottest sports business marketplaces in the country. So we hope to see you. You can register for the event on our website or check out the show notes below. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, September 16th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope you have a great day and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.